Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie now, as you know, the sequencing of who gets uh, the vaccine first has uh, been uh, decided upon by the National Immunisation Advisory Committee, or NIAC, and uh, they have uh, decided healthcare workers first, uh, then the people in nursing homes, or the other way around nursing homes, then healthcare workers, and now the over-85s are being administered the vaccine. But this is a document that we're told is a live document and open to change. There's a lot of of call for change, in particular in relation to people with underlying problems. Uh, the Minister has written to NIAC in terms of looking again at that cohort and, and the sequencing of that. Uh, my understanding is NIAC will be responding today um, to, to that in terms of the, the sequencing of those uh, in, 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 who, in NIAC's view, should be prioritised in relation uh, to vaccinations. Uh, the, the overwhelming view clinically has been that the uh, senior citizens are, should be forced because they are the most vulnerable. Um, but equally, the minister has put tonight to consider, and government has, because we are of the view that those who are immunosuppressed or those who have particular conditions, like Parkinson's and others, um, or indeed cystic fibrosis, uh, that they should be prioritised because clearly if they contracted the disease, they would be more vulnerable to severe illness. Um, and, and, and potential mortality as well. Um, so uh, one, one is awaiting the response from NIAC. Government will then consider further um, the sequencing and uh, the, the order in which vaccines have, will be administered. That's the uh, Taoiseach Michal Martin speaking in uh, the Dáil yesterday. Stephen McMahon, spokesperson for the Irish Patients Association on the line. And uh, a very good morning to you, Stephen, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us. Uh, I think there's probably uh, a lot of concern amongst people uh, who believe uh, that they're being compromised uh, because of suppressed uh, immune systems and believe that they should be higher up on this list. Good morning, Michael. Um, Yes, indeed. I mean, you know, I don't think one needs to be a rocket scientist to think that if somebody has Parkinson's disease or cystic fibrosis or some other chronic illness um, that 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 they know they have uh, isn't vulnerable or more vulnerable, I think um, leaves a lot to to the imagination. I think that probably part of the problem is that our information systems are not as good as actually identifying the individuals. So we have to uh, rely on the patient themselves on stepping forward and making their case with their uh, family doctors um, whenever this 
with a report comes out this evening. But I think um, the, the 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 area of concern I think that it, that does arise is the fact that we have literally tens of thousands of people on waiting lists, and many of those have had uh, operations cancelled or procedures cancelled, and uh, they need that to um, you know to restore themselves as best they can to you know to health and. They are vulnerable uh, and they need to be ensured that they would get uh, vaccinated uh, while they're having these long waits. I mean, the numbers, uh, Michael, on the waiting list have gone up enormous. Uh, the, the figures were produced last week um, from the National Treatment Purchase Fund tell us that people who are waiting for inpatient operations, hip replacements and other types of similar operations, has gone up by 21% in, in a year. Uh, it's, you know, And those waiting more than 12 months has gone up by 114%. Now, we know we're dealing in the middle of COVID and it has all its challenges there and so on, but we can't lose sight of these patients. I mean, you know, in a way, we can't be celebrating in the clubhouse, you know, all the successes in handling and facing uh, COVID and have so many people left on the on the park when they're, when they're waiting for their operation or it's been cancelled. And we've had quite a number of those cases, uh, and I'm sure you've probably it yourselves, that... Um, you know, where people have had operations cancelled at the last minute. They mm. don't know when they're going to get back in. They're very anxious about their condition. If they're elderly, uh, you know, and they're waiting for, say, um, a placement or something like that, uh, that can have a huge impact on the, uh, you know, the number of uh, quality years that may be left in their life. And uh, there's a, a double whammy, uh, I think, Stephen, in that uh, your procedure may be cancelled uh, because of the pandemic or because... COVID in the healthcare setting, uh, or if not, uh, you may be concerned about going into a healthcare setting for fear of catching COVID. Well, indeed, and I mean, we hope to have some numbers, uh, you know, on the, the the sheer scale of that problem uh, early next week to actually illustrate to the public uh, the huge fall off in attendances at the um, at our hospitals, and indeed the huge fall off in um, admissions. And you know, we have to ask the question. Uh, you know, where have all of these patients gone? Uh, we don't believe that they have magically got well. Um, maybe some of them may not have needed necessarily to go in, but we don't believe that all of them uh, didn't need to go in. And the thing is that they're languishing at home in pain and anxious. I mean, it's it's terrible when you have some elderly person come on uh, and, and uh, you know, almost in tears sharing their, their fears and so on about, um, you know, not getting their operation or having it cancelled at the last minute and maybe having it cancelled a few times. So uh, the point, the message I think that really has to go out there is that, you know, first of all, if patients find themselves in a situation, make a complaint. You have a right to timely access and it should be explained to you clearly why it's been delayed. You should get another appointment or be told when you're likely to get your next appointment and keep on that, looking into why, you know, when are you going to get it. Make, keep very close uh, contact with your family doctor in case that you deteriorate. I mean, another startling figure that came out at the weekend is that um, the number of uh, patients waiting to get their first consultant appointment. This is the first consultant mm-hmm. appointment that you get to tell you whether you need more tests or whether you need another procedure or whatever. That went up in versus January of last year, January this year, went up by 11%, and that's a jump of 56,000 people. My God. And mm. those waiting more than 12 months, and this is really the concerning area. In other words, they've been waiting more than 12 months to see a consultant. The figures went from 169,000 in January uh, 2020, 
271,000 in January of this year. So that is a huge area of of concern and risk to people, and it needs to get the same attention as all of the COVID. Okay, Stephen, thank you very much indeed. Stephen McMahon, spokesperson for the Irish Patients Association. Anne-Marie is in Drogheda and on the phone with us as well. And a very good morning to you, Anne-Marie, and thanks for joining us. I think you can identify with everything you've just been listening to. Uh, just listen to what Stephen was saying there. Um, uh, firstly, Michael and I, I have no sympathy for anyone, or any uh, family that has gone through or we're going through ourselves with the uh, procedures being cancelled and n- absolutely no communication of when they're going to be rescheduled. I was told that uh, Mark's was cancelled, be rescheduled, and I'd be back on the list. That's your uh, partner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, the list, Michael, I don't know, because he was due to get his procedure done in two days before it was cancelled. Mm. Right. And uh, Mark has cancer? Mark has cancer, yeah. He's got a multiple myeloma. It's cancer of the bone, which leads to cancer of the blood. Mm. Now, in Mark's case, he needs a stem cell transplant. And this is the procedure that was cancelled in March. Okay. But uh, not possible because of COVID? Yes, exactly. From COVID in the system, we were told. Yeah, and if he had been vaccinated, uh, it possibly could have gone ahead, is it? Well, I'm thinking that myself, yeah. And yeah. Because, um, he could go into the system then because he had his uh, vaccination done. Mm. Uh, and uh, how was he otherwise? Oh, it, like it's it, it's not good. It's it's very very disheartening. It's very the waiting game, uh, Michael. Plus, any damage that like there was a lot of damage done to Mark's bones before he was actually got the prognosis. But uh, that damage is continuing while Mark's waiting for his transplant, and it's irreversible. The damage. Mm. Okay, well, perhaps uh, the plan will be adjusted uh, this evening, as uh, we heard uh, from Michal Martin earlier on, Anne-Marie, and I'm sure you'll be hoping for uh, better news uh, and uh, that uh, Mark's uh, place in uh, the queue, if you like, uh, will uh, be pushed forward and uh, that he'll get the vaccine. Okay, Anne-Marie. Yes, okay, Michael. Thank thank you you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you indeed. Uh, That's Anne-Marie Dias and Drogheda. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.